Well, good morning. We've had a, a great day of worship so far, and I'm excited uh, about what we are about to do. Um, how many of you were here? Let me do this. Who was not here five years ago when we did cardboard testimonies? Wow. Uh, over half of you were not attending church here then. That's, that's great. Um, have you been a part of this before? Have you ever seen this? Anybody ever seen this before? Uh, I think it'll really be a blessing to you uh, as we just come and we share what God has done uh, in our lives. And there are people who say, well, you shouldn't have testimonies. And I think that goes pretty much against what Jesus had in mind. Uh, and you see this throughout uh, Scripture. Philippians uh, 1.17 says, just one thing, live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Now, if that's not a testimony, I don't know what is, right? We are to live our lives in such a way that we live in a worthy manner of Jesus Christ. We are to bring Him glory and honor by the way that we live. He says, Then, whether I come and see you or am absent, I will hear, I will hear about you, that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, working side by side for the faith that comes from the gospel. How will Paul hear that? Because people will be talking about it. People will talk about what they are doing at the church there at Philippi. And he's saying, look, whether I get to come back to you or not, because he is writing this letter to the Philippians. He's writing this from house arrest in Rome. And he's saying, look, I don't know that I'm going to get to come back or not, but because you guys are living your life in a worthy manner, in the manner of Jesus Christ, I'm going to hear about it. People are going to talk about it. You are going to talk about it. You're going to share with others what Jesus is, is doing in your life. And so it doesn't matter if I'm there physically or if I'm, just, I'm there just in spirit. I will hear how God is working in your life. Whoever believes in the Son of God accepts this, what? Testimony. Whoever does not believe in God has made him out to be a liar because they have not believed the testimony God has given about His Son. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. This is from 1 John 5, 10 through 12. And then finally, 1 Peter. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Have you ever considered that? Have you ever been asked about your faith? There's a reason for that. People should ask us about our faith. It's not because we have to talk about it all the time, but if we're doing what Paul said, if we're living our life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ, we don't necessarily have to say anything. People will just know. They will know who we belong to. They will know who we live for without us ever having to utter a word, and then guess what's going to happen? Somebody's going to come up to you and say, hey, what, what's wrong with you? Why do you do this? Why are you, you know, why when everybody else blows up at this person, why do, why do you not? You know, why do you treat this person with dignity that, dignity that doesn't deserve 
dignity and respect. Why did you forgive that person when nobody else has forgiven that person? Well, it's because of Jesus. And I think you'll see that throughout our, our, our testimonies in just a few minutes. I think one of them specifically talks about being able to forgive because of the forgiveness found in, in Jesus Christ. And so what we're going to do is we're going to just take a few minutes and we're going to line up over here, those who have prepared their, their testimonies, and the music will begin to play. And as you file in, just come and stand right here, and I'm going to ask that you hold your, your cardboard up for seven seconds. There'll be a, just do a, do a seven count. Uh, and there'll be somebody in the back telling you when you've reached seven, and you can then go sit down. But that's just to make sure that everyone has a chance to read it, and so that when we capture it on, uh, on the DVD, those that go back and watch it, they can read it. So hold it for seven seconds, and then just depart around this way, and you can return to your seat. And then uh, however long it takes, if it takes us five minutes, if it takes a little longer than that, it's okay. Then I'll come back up, and I'll talk briefly just for a, a few minutes and then the children's church people are going to think something, the world has ended because I'm through talking early, and they won't know what to do. But it's going to be a great day. But I hope that you're blessed by this. I want to thank everyone for their participation in this. I think you will really enjoy it. So if you have your cardboard testimony, if you'd go ahead and just line up over here, and we're going to let Tracy go first, followed by Lauren, because they have other things they need to do. All right. Well, we've got a, a good number, as you can see. And so I'm going to give uh, Ed the cue in just a second, and he's going to begin. And uh, when, uh, when the music starts, give it just a couple of seconds, then just come and stand right here, hold for seven seconds, and then exit out to the left. Who am I that the Lord of all the earth to know my name, would care to feel my hurt. Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever-wandering heart? Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, a vapor in the wind. Still you hear me when I'm calling, Lord you catch me when I'm Falling, and you've told me who I am. I'm yours. I'm yours. Who am I 
that the eyes that see my sin would look on me with love and watch me rise again. Who am I that the voice that calm the sea would call out through the rain and calm the storm in me? Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, a vapor in the wind. Still you hear me when I'm calling, Lord you catch me when I'm falling, and you told me who I am. I am yours, I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, a vapor in the wind. Still you hear me when I'm calling. Lord, you catch me when I'm falling. And you told me who I am. I am yours. My faithful Father, enduring friend, your tender mercies like a river with no end. It overwhelms me, covers my sin each time I come into your presence I stand in wonder once again your grace still amazes me your love is still a I fall on my knees Cause your grace still amazes me Your grace still amazes me What can I say? 
I know there's no way to repay you, only to offer you my praise. Your grace still amazes me, your love is still
Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many, 20 or so uh, testimonies right here. And we're going to take these. We're going to take these. It was suggested by Lauren, uh, which I thought was a, a, an excellent suggestion. And we're going we're gonna to take those as soon as we're done. Uh, and we're going to pin them up around the room. For a few days or maybe in the hallway so that when you can you walk by you can you can see them and uh, you, you may want to if you want to write your name on it so you know people know who it is and who wrote it that'd be great but um, as I was standing there I could watch uh, what was going on here and to uh, to see the different people brushing back tears and nodding and putting up a hand and praise to God was was uh, was pretty incredible uh, and I thought one of the most powerful moments um, they were all powerful but one that particularly came to my mind is when Mac made his way to the middle and while he does not have a voice anymore it doesn't stop him from from talking about Jesus and so I was uh, I thought that one was particularly neat uh, and so uh, and, and so I'm really grateful that you uh, you joined us in that Mac that was a that was a, a very very moving moment um, did you learn something about somebody that you didn't know before? That's one of the things that sharing does. You, you understand a little bit more where people come from. You understand their struggles. You understand the, the hurts that they may be dealing with that you may not have ever had any idea about. And then you, you, you figure out, that man, that, that, hey, I don't have it all together either. They don't have it all together. And we realize we're just struggling together. That's what it's about. We struggle together. We struggle together toward Jesus. And see, when, when, when you open up and you share something of your past or where you've come from or what Jesus has led you out of, that helps me to understand where you're coming from a little bit better. It also 
helps me to say, you know what? I know what they're dealing with, and eventually I'm going to come in contact with somebody who's struggling in that same way, or I'm going to be struggling in that same way, and I can come to you and say, hey, look, I know that you dealt with this. Tell me what you did. Tell me how God led you out of depression. Tell me how he was with you when, when you lost everything and you trusted him. What was it like to, to have that kind of, uh, of faith that, that just allowed you to just keep putting one foot in front of the other day in, day out, and trusting that, that, uh, that he was going to provide the needs that you had on a daily basis? You know? uh, that's one of the, the beautiful things about, uh, about doing this. And Just want to, I just want to close with a uh, with a scripture this morning. It's found in Romans eight, and uh, Paul writes it, and I love the uh, the last two verses that he closes out with. And you could uh, you could title this the believer's triumph uh, if you wanted to, but it says this: What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He did not even spare His own Son, but offered Him up for all of us. Offered Him up for all. How will He not also with Him grant us everything? He didn't spare His Son, and He will grant us everything. Who can bring an accusation against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is the one who died, but even more has been raised. He also is at the right hand of God and intercedes for us. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Have you ever felt like you've gotten yourself in such a bad situation or you've lived so horribly wrong that nobody could love you, including Jesus? Paul is about to answer this question. A question that probably many of us have asked before. Can I still be loved? I've done this. I've cheated. I've hurt people. I've lied. I've taken what was not mine. I've gossiped. I've slandered. Could anyone still love me? Could Jesus still love me? Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction or anguish or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, because of you, we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who has loved us. And then he closes out the section by answering the question. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other thing created will have the power to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's nothing that you and I can do to separate ourselves from the love of Christ. We can try to walk away from it. We may try to disconnect from it. 
but He will never stop loving us. Which means there is always a way for us to come back home. Isn't that powerful? That's the, the, the testimony that, that we live and walk out every single day. And so, I pray that when we, we leave here that our, our testimonies don't just, don't just stay on a, on, on a piece of, of cardboard, but they'll be lived out in front of the people that we interact with on a daily basis, that we, we talk with or uh, sit next to in a restaurant or, or even talk on the phone to, whoever it might be. I pray that we will be the witness. We will be the testimony that God wants us to be because we recognize how much He's done for us. And we recognize that no matter how filthy and dirty we can be, nothing is going to separate us from the love that is found in Christ Jesus. If we can pray for you, if we can lead you into Jesus this morning, why don't you come while we stand and while we sing? Without Him I could do nothing. Without Him I surely fail. Without Him I would be drifting. Like a ship without a sail, Jesus, oh Jesus, do you know him today? You can turn him away, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, without him how lost I would be.
I wouldn't be. Be seated. 